immigration to Israel during the age of the Messiah is actually a really somewhat hilarious thing and also um, uh, something that will be increasingly common and uncommon, and I'd like to explain that. Now, the age of the Messiah is broken into uh, three uh, phases, uh, you can say. Uh, the first phase is before the day of the Lord, and God will gather his people and do a lot of miracles, and he'll make a way in the wilderness and do a lot of other things that are really fucking amazing. And God will gather his people. Now, this might surprise you because um, you know that according to the word of Ezekiel, the whole house of Israel will be raised from the dead, Ezekiel 37. But you also know that uh, God will gather his people from around the world. That includes Christians, Jews, and others that never even maybe thought of themselves as a Christian or a Jew, but always maybe chose God or might be called God's people or something. But the point is, God will gather people from around the world. No matter what they're called, they're God's people. That's what's important. And when God gathers his people from around the world, this might astonish a lot of you, because a lot of you might say, well, I thought you had to be like the seed of Abraham to be God's people. Um, that's something you can learn about when you're in Israel. But when um, God gathers his people and they're in Israel, two things I just mentioned. First, God will raise from the dead the whole house of Israel, Ezekiel 37. Secondly, many will uh, immigrate in uh, from other nations. And now I want to talk to you about Abraham. Abraham died. He went to heaven, lived there for a long time. And now Abraham has come back into the earth. He's been born again. So he, um, he had a mother and now Abraham's a baby. And next year he'll be one year old. So some will be born again. And this will happen increasingly as Israel gets better and better and better. More men and women that died and went to heaven will choose to come back to Israel and be born again and live a full life in a nation that's really fucking cool. Now, this might be weird to you, but a lot of them don't want to come back to the earth right now because the earth is a miserable shithole where there's wicked laws and wicked men. They want to rule over everyone's lives and wicked women too, and it's fucking miserable. And so during the age of the Messiah, um, more and more spirits of men and women that died and went to heaven will want to live in Israel. So Abraham was is now born, but he's in a foreign nation. There are others. Um, two kings, King Solomon and King Josiah. Next year, they'll be one year old. Um, a young woman whose name you've never heard. Her name's not written in the Bible anywhere that I know. Um, she's been born again. Jesus Christ is born again. And he's in Saudi Arabia. So you might say, well, he's a foreigner. No, he's, <laughs> he was born in Israel the first time. I think. I don't know. I don't understand the whole fucking story. But the point is, uh, these men and women are going to be born predominantly in foreign nations. And then they'll immigrate into Israel. Because what's about to happen is a big flood. And if they were in Israel, maybe they would drown unless God saved them with a miracle. So I don't know why, but God chose that these babies, these men and women, Abraham, Sarah, his wife from the past, Leah, Rachel, Isaac, and Jacob, will all be in Israel again soon. And they've been born again. And they'll immigrate in after the flood. And they'll be babies. So will the prophet Jeremiah. They'll all be one year old next year. So, when we talk about um, immigration into Israel, there's going to be two things to consider. If a giant fucking army comes and tries to invade, uh, it, they won't succeed. God will protect Israel. So, they're not going to like immigrate in. And they're not like, we're immigrants. Well, really? 
Why is there 7 million of you holding weapons pointed at our heads? <laughs> You're not immigrants. <coughs> so they won't be able to successfully immigrate into Israel. But also in Israel, there will be men and women like Abraham, Sarah, Leah, and Rachel, Isaac, and Jacob. And they will immigrate. So God will gather his people. And this is funny because Abraham immigrated in the past. God talked to Abraham about the promised land. And then Abraham immigrated. <laughs> so you might think Abraham is our father if you're a Jew. Then you might remember, oh, he was a foreigner. <laughs> it was Canaan. <laughs> and he immigrated there. And then a bunch of them left and went to Egypt. <laughs> and they immigrated again. So I'm the Messiah, and I've never lived in Israel. Uh, but I'm more qualified to be there than many of you. So the point is, what I want to say is, no, it'll be cool. When we talk about immigration, God will gather his people, and a time will come when he gathers Gentiles. But you won't know if it's men and women that have been born again, who formerly lived in Israel, or if they're men like St. Thomas Aquinas. St. Thomas, uh, Thomas Aquinas is a man who's a famous Bible scholar, known for not only his knowledge of God's word, but also his philosophy, considered to be a very, very intelligent uh, uh, logistician, a man who knows logic and philosophy, a very rational thinker. And uh, his books are uh, well-read, I guess. But the most read um, in the whole world of all time is the King James Bible. Nothing comes close. Even though you might say, well, what about sales of the NIV? They're increasing. Yeah, but nobody reads it. The NIV is uh, only lightly read. Those that own a, a King, King James Bible are likely to read the whole, the whole thing, cover to cover, eventually in their life, or get very close to doing that. With the NIV, that rarely or never happens. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised to learn that to this day, no one's read the whole NIV cover to cover, ever. So God authored the most read, um, you might call it a book if you want. Uh, it's, you know, it's in the format of a book. It has covers and pages. Uh, but it's a, the Bible is a book uh, format, but it's, it's God's word. It is filled with books. Anyways, it's the most read of all time. Anyway, St. Thomas Aquinas, Aquinas will be there. And there, there might be other men and women that lived in Greece, Rome, Persia, Europe, Asia, or any place else in the world who love God. There will be many men and women that have been that lived in South America, died, went to heaven, and will live again in Israel. They'll be born again, and they'll. Uh, some of them might be born in Israel, and others might be born in a foreign nation and then immigrate. Some might be born in the Colorado Rockies and immigrate from the United States or Germany. Some of these uh, men and women might immigrate from Germany or uh, other countries. So when we're talking about um, immigrating to Israel, it's a one, two step process. If God gathers you, you're immigrated. If you, if you come there and you sojourn in one tribe, that's the tribe you're a part of now. That's the whole process. You don't have to be born of a man and a woman uh, that are descendants of Judah if you want to live in Judah. You don't have to be born of a man and woman that are descendants of Dan if you want to live in Dan. It's just a one, two-step process. You come to Israel, you sojourn there, and now you're part of Israel. 
That's how it will be probably until God makes a new heaven and a new earth. Now, in the future, there's phase two. And in phase two, many men and women will be raised from the dead who were beheaded for the witness of Jesus or who were slain for the word of God. And when this happens, they'll be called saints. I don't know if it's mostly men or if it's men and women or mostly women. I have no idea. I assume it's a mix. But in either case, when God raises them from the dead, they'll live in Israel. And uh, there's more at that time. We'll still have immigration. But then we'll have something called the community where men and women can come to Israel and they can uh, join into the covenant in a much more formal manner. They'll have knowledge of the law, the covenant, one thing called the precept of the covenant. They'll be assessed according to their spirit by a man, making sure that no one comes into the uh, community that doesn't belong. And the covenant will be like Israel plus. It'll be like Israel, but better even than the rest of Israel. And Israel will be like the, better than the rest of the world. God will do many amazing things. And hopefully in Israel, they'll obey God. Um, so I want to say again, in phase two, this might increase dramatically. There might be more men and women who live in the earth that die. They go to heaven and then they come back to the earth and they're born again to live in Israel because they don't want to live anyplace else. Because this might sound odd, but if you've lived in the earth, you've seen is kind of hard, even if it's thousands of years ago. Sometimes it's really hard. Other times it was fucking amazing. But then they look at the earth now and they're like, it's a miserable shithole. I don't want to go back because there's no one I can trust to run a nation. So the Messiah is there. They'll be like, oh, I'll come back now. So there might be a waiting list. In 4,000 years or 2,000 years or 3,000 years, there might be a waiting list of spirits in heaven waiting for their turn to be born in the earth and to immigrate to Israel. And some men, like some of the kings, if they're not beheaded for the witness of Jesus or slain for the word of God, then they'll just live a normal life. They'll die. They'll go to heaven. They'll come back and be born again over and over again, probably to live in Israel over and over again and to live in heaven as a spirit over and over again. So when they're in the earth, they can immigrate if they're born in a foreign nation. Not everyone born in Israel will stay there. Some of them might be wicked and leave, unfortunately, but hopefully it's, you know, men and women that want to live there and do what's right in God's eyes. So that's the whole list. Now, the main thing I want and that you want is this. If you want to immigrate to Israel, I want you to have some Israel knowledge. The Israel knowledge is stuff like knowledge of history of Israel. You might want to know who Abraham is or who King David is. You also want to know a little bit about the laws just so you're not confused. And if you're like, well, what if I don't know a law and I die? Well, if you're not a murderer you, and if you don't rape people and if you don't commit adultery and you don't practice sorcery, sorcery or witchcraft, you probably won't die. Don't worship the devil. Don't worship someone who isn't God. And you can learn those laws. You're like, well, I don't even know what witchcraft is. Well, then you probably won't practice it. So it's important that you know something about the laws, like we just found out, and the statutes. The priests will expound the statutes if you join the community. So it's Israel plus. You just know more. You have more knowledge. And the whole process to joining the community in a thousand years might just take about two hours. You're like, well, that's a long time. Yeah, it's one day of your life <laughs> to live someplace even better, better than the world and even better than Israel. A place where it's more holy, more perfect, and more clean. And... Um,
There's a few other things. When you immigrate to Israel, your foreign money might not be worth much. In fact, it might not be worth anything at all. You might have to walk away from your whole life. So if you have a million dollars, your only chance to bring it into Israel is to uh, sell all that you own and then uh, have gold, get gold and then bring the gold into Israel. Then you can maybe sell the gold and have shekels. But we're probably not going to convert your money to uh, Israel money. But if you come live there, we might give you starting money. Be like, oh, well, you don't seem wicked. Here's a thousand shekels or something per adult. When you get there, you'll learn about a few things. Now, there's a few requirements. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. You'll learn what that is when you get there. There's holy days. Three times per year, all men in Israel must assemble before God. So they go to the temple and they stand there for a while. And then they go back to their house. There's holy days. You keep those. And those are days when you don't have to work. And there's a lot of, there might be jubilee or joy or happiness. So those are pleasant times. Um, other nations might try to make war against Israel. There might be some big events. I mean, there will be some big fucking events, but God will make it great and we'll do what God's commanded. There will probably be at least one time of lamentations before now in the day of the Lord. You might call it uh, a time of lamentations and it might, I don't know how long it might last, maybe a few months or more. But in general, when we're talking about being in Israel, uh, immigrating, it's a straightforward process in whichever tribe you sojourn, that's the tribe you join. Then you learn about Israel stuff and you can start doing it. Many men and women will want to go to Israel because the Lord is there. In uh, less than eight years, the soles of God's feet will have set foot in Israel. And he'll probably be there twice per day, nearly every day for 62 years. Then there'll be the Antichrist and the Tribulation and the Day of the Lord and shit like that. But <coughs> There'll be a city and the name of the city will be, will be the Lord is there. And so, uh, you know, God's going to make a fucking big, undeniable entry into the world. And people will be like, where's God been? And I'll be like, I'm the Messiah. God's coming. And they're like, yeah, right. And then I'll, God will be there. And some men, women, some men and women will believe my words. They already do. I'm like, I'm the Messiah. They're like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, God's coming. They're like, I believe. Other men and women will be like, yeah, right. And God's going to make this fucking undeniable entry. And then they'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I said, ha, ha, and the wicked men will be like, fuck, 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 for like 62 years. <laughs> and then there'll be some other stuff in the day of the Lord. And then they'll be gone. No more wicked men for a while. So that'll be cool. Uh, in phase two, the process is probably exactly the same. People can just immigrate. If there's any problems, you know, there'll be judges and shit. Like if a man comes and he steals, you just tell the judges, he stole, it's mine. <laughs> and the judges are like, he gets stripes. And you're like, what's that? He lays down. The man who stole will lay down and get hit in the back with a rod. And he'll have to repay you uh, typically double, four times, or five times what he stole. So he'll pay you back more than what he stole. And you're like, fuck yeah, I get that back. I get more, finally. <laughs> <coughs> and then, um, hopefully, you know, it'll be great living in Israel when the Lord is there. <laughs>